With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to the Newcastle Natter. My name is Fergus Craig and I am joined by Dave Watson. Hi, Fergus. Hi, Dave. And no Paul Doolan. He's caught up at work um, writing brilliant comedy, one assumes. Um, we hope. We hope. But, uh, uh, so, sorry, I mean, what a terrible start to the podcast. I, that was just so... I think this is the first conversation I've had today, Dave. I've <laughs> genuinely just realised that as... I've started talking. This is genuinely the first conversation I've had today, so uh, bear with me, guys. Um, I suppose I should just ask you about Saturday's game against Brentford, although I know you didn't see it, did you? No, I had to listen to it on the radio again because I couldn't get fucking tickets, could I? No, frustrating. And as we've said many times, Brentford, a good place to go. I watched the highlights... And mm-hmm. it looked like a game from like at least twenty, thirty years ago. Just because of <laughs> what? Because just because of the ground, because there's like the one camera following the action around. Yeah. Because the football looked a bit ding dong. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? It looked a bit. The pitch wasn't great. The pitch wasn't great. I, I kind of liked it. In terms of, yeah. it was sort of nostalgic. Um, we did get the win, but mm-hmm. from what I've seen and read, it, it it didn't seem to come that easily. No, and I mean there are reasons for that that I might touch on later. But yeah, it was a bit of a bit of a smash and grab. Um, they they were the better team. Uh, pretty much as soon as as soon as Gale went off, they were the better team throughout. Um, uh, and because, like, obviously, because of the injuries we we suffered, um, even even if they were to, even if they weren't to the, the same position, I mean, losing losing Hayden and then Anita within ten minutes of each other really knackered our like centre. 
but um, losing losing Gale, who's pretty much our talisman this year, um, it totally changes how the first team set up to play. So instead of they, they were going in there expected like being drilled all the way through the week for that game to be playing towards Dwight Gale, and now suddenly they're playing towards uh, you know Daryl Murphy, who you know he got his goal and it was wonderfully taken, great cross from Perez. But yeah, it was definitely. Um, it just it just messes with them, so I think it was a bit of a disjointed performance. But at the end of the day, nobody's going to remember that come the end of the season. They're just going to look at the fixtures and say that we got a two-one away at Brentford, so it's a decent result against a mid-table side. Well, you could say a much-needed three points as well after uh, what has been a sort of glitch followed by a glitch. You know, we mm, haven't a bit of it. Yeah, we haven't uh, been running away with things for. Uh, quite a while now no no we haven't but it puts us back top of the top of the table yeah went top Brighton lost yeah they lost and um, the the teams are like uh, teams like uh, Leeds they won and you know they're they're, they're trying to catch up with us but we're still seven points clear of third position still the top you know top goal scorers in the league yes it was a wobble but I think um once we get back into the swing of the league, like after the, the the cup game that's coming up against Birmingham, once we get back into the swing of that, when we've got Shelby, when we've got new additions and stuff like that, I still think we're we're odds on for the title. Sure. So uh, before we talk about his absence, let's talk about his goal, Dwight Gales. Um, mm-hmm. Well, there's not a lot to say, but I thought it was it was quite a funny one. It felt like he was just. Approaching the the um, left hand side of the area like players often do, and mm-hmm. Brentford just seemed to back off so much yeah. that he went, ah, oh, fuck it, <laughs> and just well, I think, shot yeah, and I think scored, like, and then it, it was suddenly like, oh, why don't people do that all the time? But obviously they were just <laughs> backing off. It reminded me of the type of goals that that um, Bellamy would score, where he cut in from either flank and. Everybody on the pitch and everybody in the stands is expecting him to pull it back. Yeah, but but because but Craig like Bellamy Gale. was Craig Bellamy and Gale is Gale, both a bit selfish. So have have a dig. Why not? Yeah, he is a selfish striker, isn't he, Gale? Which is fine. But it, Good, it, yeah. But I just thought it was funny how he didn't even like turn the player. He didn't do anything. He just <laughs> went. All right, I'll shoot. <laughs> <laughs> It was, it was a, a cracking goal, and it's such a shame that he's he's not only going to miss like not only did he miss the rest of that game, but he's going to miss you know as I'm saying like three or four because he, it's they're worried it's a, a hamstring problem, and for a player like that who's you know he, his game's all about his pace and all about stretching those hamstrings, then it's not great. Hamstrings not good not, not good. When I heard that, yeah, that was quite mm-hmm. worrying. Because you you never wanna... you never know how serious that is going to be, but it's yeah, not and, good. How, and and whether he's going to come back after it, the same player that he was before. I I don't know off the top of my head if he's had problems in the past with his hamstring. I certainly you know I can't remember anything off the top of my head. Um, but not we since saw, he's been like, with us, I don't think. No, and we saw how much um, you know how, how much uh, of of. Bellamy's game went when he lost his hamstring, and we saw how much like Owen suffered after his leg injuries and stuff. So it's not great. Well, it's but like it happens to nearly all nippy little players, doesn't it? 
So yeah, 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 yeah. It was, you could say it was a matter of time. And I suppose in the last couple of years, he's playing a lot more football than he's played before in True. his career. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So, certainly since he was at Palace. Where was he before Palace? He was somewhere. <laughs> Always full of information. Was it Peterborough? Oh, God. Right. I don't think it's relevant to this conversation. Yeah, but I've but... said it now, and now I just look like <laughs> a man with not a lot of info. Furiously Googling. No, I can't be that bothered with that. I'm low on battery, Dave. So, oh, um, right. then Brentford got a goal back. and yeah, uh, through Vibe. Yeah, Vibe. He's got it, <laughs> Vibe. Um, yeah. So that um pretty that cool looked, play we, by the cells. Well we honest, looked a bit of a mess in the box altogether. Yeah. It was a bit of Darlow did sort of a weird move. Yeah, it? like palming it up and into the air. I suppose he was trying to just get it out of the area, but then it was Well he definitely didn't do know, that. Just, no. <laughs> it was just a bit of a soft goal to concede, but to be fair, Brentford were good for that goal. Like they, they certainly were playing well, and they deserved. Uh, to be honest, I, I do think they deserved something out of that game. I think it was three point nicked rather than three point earned. Well, he's palming it up into the air, like you know how, like um, when dads are playing cricket with their kids and they'll hit the ball up to give them a catch. Yeah, it was a bit like that. Do you know what I mean? Right, I'll palm I mean, it never... up, and then you have another go. I know you're from. Oh, okay, right. I, I know you're from a mining village, Dave. And we don't play cricket. No, no. Um, I wanted to say that um, purely because we've spoken about how he needed to, you know, he needed to step up. I have to say that um, Perez had a good game. Um, by all accounts, he was he, he was giving away um, the possession as as he is wont to do, but he was winning it back, and he was more he was busier and he was putting in more of an effort in and around. And it could have been just because Gale went off and he needed to make more of a an impact. But um, yeah, he seems to be yeah he yeah. seems to be starting a little bit of the resurgence that we had hoped for. It, a yeah. lovely cross with the outside of the right oh. boot. For, uh, oh, somebody, somebody pointed out. Somebody pointed out it was quite like Nobby Solano esque with the outside of his foot. Yes, I guess the, the the Nobby Solano one that springs to mind is the goal that he scored like that against Arsenal. Was it? Rings a bell. Yeah, it was like it was on his second stint with us. What so after like, Villa? Yeah, you remember he had a yeah. second stint with us, and he scored. Yeah, yeah. And he scored an amazing goal with the uh, outside of his boot. Mm. Come on, Dave. You're supposed to remember that one. That's a famous one. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but Perez, it's nice to see him coming back. And I'm guessing over the next few games, that'll be more as uh, a replacement for Diame than yeah. uh, Gale. Because I... I don't want us doing what we had last season, which was often having Perez up front on his own, which is not... No, but then I think when when we've got Daryl Murphy, who... um, So last last year we had Mitrovic up front, and the reason that we were playing with Perez up front is because Mitrovic wasn't experienced in the league and he was, you know, likely to get suspended and stuff like that. But this season, we've got Daryl... Like, this, this is a perfect 
um, vindication of the, the transfer policy um, that we you know used in the summer, which was you know buying Clark and buying Murphy and buying Hanley. It all seems to make sense now that you know we've lost a couple of players and these guys can just slot straight in. Well, you I mean, always Clark's need that in, in and around the first team. But you always need that strength in depth, and it it is really good to see that Daryl Murphy once called upon has done exactly the job that we've asked of him. Um, but uh, as I say, just in case anyone's not up to date on everything, the reason why DRMA needs a replacement is because he's off to the African Cup of Nations, as is Mbemba. So suddenly we're starting to look a little thin. It would be nice. Oh, yeah. With Gale injured, particularly... It's nice to know Shelby's coming back, but it would be nice if we could sign someone, wouldn't it? Mm. Yeah, absolutely. The Birmingham game, there's only 15 senior players available. Really? Um, Yeah, uh, because (laughs) some of the players that we had on our bench, like uh, Amiobi and Sterry, they're going to be cop-tied. Yes. Because they were played earlier in the... uh, Teote is apparently moving to... I've written it down because there's no way I could ruin it. Kaiserispor? Sure. <laughs> it's, a, it's a Turkish Oh, I've side. heard of that one, yeah. I've heard of them. Um, so, so he's not available. And after that, you've got, I mean, three of those 15 players that are available for Birmingham are keepers in Darlow, Elliott and Sells. Um, after that, it's, um, I mean, the mid, we legitimately, we've got like four midfielders that are fit. Uh, Colback, Shelby, Lazar, if you count him as a, a midfielder, and Richie, I suppose Gufran as well, I suppose. But um, that's it. Uh, is it you know, worth? We've, we've are there got, any formations with with more than oh, one yeah, well, keeper? Is it worth? <laughs> <laughs> just stick cells up front. Yeah, that'd be fun. He's a big lad. Yeah. Um, this, I mean, we should be still be able to field a decent first eleven like a strong first 11. And on the bench, they're talking about um, players like Daniel Barlazer or Barlazer, I don't know how you pronounce it, and um, maybe a couple of the other like young younger lads. Like, there's a, a young lad uh, whose who's name escapes me, but it, he's referred to as like the, the non-league Mares. He's like 22. <laughs> um, I know he stood in for Neymar and Ronaldo for football boot adverts and stuff because he's got all the tricks and flicks and stuff but it's just can he apply it in the in a league game in a professional game rather so he's supposed to be in and around the first team right um, bench i'm enjoying this we'll go (laughs) we'll um talk about uh this lad who you can't remember the name of and we'll talk about what else uh we're gonna do to uh solve the injury crisis um right after this break. Give software vendor audits the red card by signing up the Livingstone Managed Service Team right away. Call 0203 817 4880 or visit livingstone-tech.com to find out how. Hello, welcome back from the break. Apologies for shouting crisis at the top of my lungs. I hope that's woken you up on your morning commute. Um, I was just uh, finding it quite amusing 
this uh, young lad who Dave can't remember the name of. I've Maybe he'll be now. brilliant, but I love I loved these sort of players. These players who you never see play, and I'm not just talking about you, just in general, you just never see these players play, but they've all got a little um, a tagline that comes with them. Oh, the, the non-league <laughs> Mares or the worst. Isn't, isn't yeah. this the one, didn't we talk about this one a little while ago? Wasn't he known as, uh, compared with Messi, wasn't he? Oh, um, Doesn't he have a I sort of Arab name? I mean, this is yeah, high um, class. Yassin Ben El Mahani. Correct. El Mahani. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's right. He so, was compared with Messi. So if now, the first I heard of him when we signed him, he was compared with Messi. And he's now been downgraded to the non league Mares. <laughs> then, you know, I, I don't know if he's going in the right direction. But. Um, <laughs> I mean, if if we can see him play, that would be fantastic. It'd be uh, a bit of a laugh. Yeah, maybe he's brilliant. There's been loads of them, haven't there? The, yeah. Who was? Oh, was well, it, Adam Campbell was supposed to be the it. next big thing, and and he did. He was the one that was. He won the same awards as Iniesta and Messi in some yeah. like pre pre season tournament felt or something. Like a guaranteed. But then I won the Hackney Empire. Uh, Best New Comedian of the Year award a few years ago, Dave, and the past winners were people uh-huh. like Stuart Lee, Harry Hill, Russell Brand was a finalist. Did That's I go a hell of a curve you're being graded against? Did I go on to have a comparable career, Dave? <laughs> hey, you're a Grammy Award winner, are they? I'm not a Grammy Award. I'm an Emmy Award winner. Emmy Awards. Sorry. I was in an Emmy Award winning show. I don't think I can call myself an Emmy Award winner. And it wasn't the really the Emmys, it was the international Emmys, which is not on telly, so it doesn't really count. <laughs> Jesus. you still got a, a glittering career. Don't put yourself down, mate. It's fine. Thanks, Dave. That's all right, mate. I was uh, writing adverts for a, a failing supermarket today. <laughs> 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 <So> Every little helps. <laughs> not that one. <laughs> no, that one. <laughs> right, so, so but, uh, but, but a good comeback. So, um, yeah, Adam Campbell. There's been plenty of them through the years. Another one that you know we were a bit excited about. Um, you know, if nothing else, he might have been the next Shola Amiobi. Was Sammy Amiobi, and uh, that man is back in anyone. Mm-hmm. And uh, he is cup tied, as you say, for yeah. the uh, replay against Birmingham. But do you think, what with our crisis, do you think he will uh, play a part this season? Certainly, when the while the um, lads are away on the African Cup of Nations, and certainly given the, I don't know, given the state of play in the in the transfer market as a whole, where there's not a lot of teams buying and selling yet and the the moves that are being made are for quite a lot of money i mean we've been quoted eye-watering sums for okay footballers so i think we'll keep a keep a hold of them until the end of january and uh because bolton certainly want him back um they've already said you know it was a it's um 
it's a shame that this person's gone, but um, when you lose a player like Sammy, he's the kind of difference. He can make the difference in this league and yada, yada, yada. So I think, I think he'll go back to Bolton on loan because frankly, I don't think he's going to make it in the Premier League and we need players who are at the very least bottom of the Premier League. But you think, think he'll, Sammy is. you think he'll go back to Bolton on loan in a few yeah. weeks, in a few weeks time. That's what you're saying. Yeah, I do. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I think, now we might want to sign a striker, might we? That might be added to the list of midfielder and winger, which is not forthcoming. Well, I think we've we've always been in the market for a, for a striker. I mean, we were looking at um, Callum Wilson of, of Bournemouth, but we were quoted like twenty two million quid for him. Uh, we were looking at, I mean, it might have only been a tentative look, but we were looking at Scott Hogan uh, from Brentford, actually. Scotty um, Hogan. Scotty Hogan. Um, so I think we've we've been in the market trying to find a striker that will fit the bill, but we're not going to spend twenty two million in the in this window for a striker who I mean unless he's obvious quality, but if he's obvious quality, then he's already going to be in the Premier League, and will he really want to you know drop down the league? I don't well, know. You know, prices are going up drastically mm. and you know there's a complete logic to that there's a lot more money around because of the tv money and mm. china are spunking their wad so <laughs> so a player like callum wilson who's certainly proven he can score in the championship just as impressively as dwight gale and mm. did pretty well in the premier league when he wasn't injured um but has now sort of been edged out. I, d- I don't think twenty-two million is that crazy. Well, it's it's if you think like in the summer, twenty-two million will always go further than twenty-two million will do in the in the um, January January window. And I think with someone like Callum Wilson, I'm not 100 percent sure, but I think his transfer his contract is running down, which is why um, twenty-two millions putting people off because if it was if if he was you know contracted for ages and he was a shining star and something like that, you'd have teams like West Ham going in for him, and you'd have teams like um, West Brom or, or whomever looking to bolster their squad a bit. But I, yeah, I I think I think twenty two million is a, is a bit much for that like for Callum Wilson in this window. So mm, I'm okay, not sure. well, we'll see. Sometimes you need to take what you can get, Dave. You know, but yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, another one I saw rumours of was uh, signing on a free Dimitar Berbatov. <laughs> We're still yeah, hanging pass. on to that picture of him wearing a a shirt with sheer on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hard pass. No, thank you. You just he, he wouldn't add anything to the the squad. Really, he's. He he'd wouldn't put some... the graft in in the championship. He's he's got a lot of class, but he's just not that level he'd had some what he's not championship level Berbatov no 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 like um, effort wise he's not the like the level of endeavour that we need in this league oh I think it'd be fun to have him around I know exactly what you mean he might be a yeah. bad apple or whatever but you know another link that I saw today well two links that I saw today um, one's James McCarthy of Everton which has been rumbling on for a bit the odds of him joining us have shorted to two to one 
Um, so we're favourites to sign him, which would certainly strengthen the centre midfield. Mm. Um, and and he's a player who can play in the in the Premier League. But the other one, Andros Townsend. Yes, yes, that's uh, a lot of people seem to be getting excited about that today. The thought that Andros Townsend could be back. Would you have him? Yeah, certainly. I know you would. You would think he's like the the player that you'd most like to see back. I th- yeah, I think <laughs> in, of uh, that's something a reference to an earlier pod. But if in terms of a, a winger that, which we know we would like, I, I think he certainly fits the bill. Like you know, I mean, de- yeah. Depending on how much Palace are asking for him, um. I don't I mean, think I don't think the they best can. Best deal would be getting them on loan. How much did we sell them to him for? Was it thirteen million? I think they can't charge us more than that, can they? Because it's not like his stock has gone up. I know. I suppose he's got a longer contract now. But we'd signed, we'd only just signed him a few months before. Surely they can't charge us more than we sold him for, considering. Well, it's, it's. I mean, like you say, it's the it's the contract. As much as the player that you're buying out, isn't it? Yeah, but we'd only just signed him a few months before. Yeah, but if they signed on him loan, on a... He wasn't on loan with us, was he? No, we'd signed him. So Yeah, we, we'd signed him, but then I don't know how long the contract we gave right. him was. Right. Okay, and enough. we had a he had a you know, he had a release clause in it. So Oh yeah, that was it. It was the release clause. Yeah. yeah. Scrap that. Now forty million <laughs> Um, I think there's rumours in the, well, there's reports in the press that Mike Ashley wants to revert to the old transfer policy. Um, I don't know. It's it's a difficult one. Pre pre Jimmy Greaves. Pre Raphaelite. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Um, Um, And what does that mean exactly? Well, the return to scouring um, foreign markets for cheap young players with a view to sell them on, but I mm. don't, I don't know if I believe that wholly because I don't think Rafa, Rafa Benitez would, you know, agree to that completely. And stuff in the press today saying that he's definitely still in control of transfers. What it might mean is that um, Ashley and Charnley and Carr. Um, and Benitez are saying, well, rather than signing another Daryl Murphy, who's, you know, experienced and he's there very much just to get us up, instead of spending money on someone like that, they only want to spend, they only want to make permanent deals for young players who will improve. And that's, that's the, like, that's the slant, that's the, 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 the flavor of it I'm taking. Rather well, I'm than, like, I, I'm, I'm all for a policy that focuses on signing young players that can improve. But one, I don't think it has to be quite so binary. It doesn't have to be, Hmm. you know, you're allowed one out of ten where you go like, no, he's a good price and he'll do a job for us and that's exactly what we need. Let's not sit around waiting for another 18 months to find an Algerian left back who's 15, you know. Mm, yeah. um, that was a bad analogy, but you got what I meant. I know what you mean. Um, Let, let's not go off and sign Florian Tovan just because he's a bargain. Let's go and yeah. sign like Andros Townsend. Yeah. Andros Townsend. Yeah. What we need, um, but also uh, in that period, 
the coaches we had were like John Carver and, <laughs> and Pardew and McLaren and although Andy McLaren Goodman, were all yeah. McLaren were always told as a brilliant coach but maybe he didn't get to do much coaching but um, mm. I think uh, uh, I think we're going to have to move on now so tomorrow night is the replay against Birmingham what do you reckon will happen Dave? Uh, I reckon it'll be a scrappy 1-0 to us. I think that is a really good call. Oh, by the way, I got it right. 2-1 against Brentford. I got it right. 2-1. Uh, I don't even remember what I predicted. Well, remember. it was whatever it was. It was wrong. I think it was 1-1. One, one. <laughs> um, but I'm going to go... So I'm going to stick with that 2-1. I think 2-1 against Birmingham as well. And okay. then on Saturday... Oh, shit. Rotherham. Rotherham, that's it. Rotherham at home. Uh... My brother did a training day in Rotherham the other day, said it was nice. Surprised me. But like brother we've got Rotherham <laughs> at home. Um I think we'll be back to our confident best. Even injury crisis aside, I think this could be I think Daryl Murphy could have a field day on Saturday. So I'm gonna say three nil on Saturday against yeah. Rotherham. I'd like a slice of that pie. I'll say 4 0. Wow. I, I agree with you. I think that. This is a. Um, okay, go on. Because Shelby's back and because we'll have. Um, uh, Murphy will be used to it and. Yeah, et cetera, et cetera. Like you're saying, I think we'll just be back in the swing of things. We'll have a bit of confidence and we'll smash a team around a bit. And you never know. We might sign somebody. Okay, I hope so. Well, we'll have to finish there. Uh, apologies to all Newcastle and that listeners for pretty much guaranteeing that we will lose that game against Rotherham now with those two predictions. But <laughs> thank you very much, Dave Watson, for your time. Thanks, Fergus. And thank you to the listener. My name is Fergus Craig. Goodbye. Bye. If you like this podcast, come and join me, Mark Webster, for the Whistleblowers, a weekly show that looks at the topics that all football fans are discussing this week at thewhistleblowers.net. And it happens to be brought to you by the same lot that produced this one. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.